Romans chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. This is the living Word of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your living word of God. Thank you that you have given it to us. You've revealed yourself and the truth. And we would pray that we would be teachable, that our hearts would be opened uh, to the Spirit's leading, and uh, that you would prepare us for this uh, time of communion. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to uh, go over just the first seven words of the Apostles' Creed just a little bit, focus on a few of the words, and uh, then we will be reciting the Apostles' Creed together in just a minute. But first of all, it says, I believe in God. I believe in God. What does that mean when we say, I believe in God? Uh, Jonathan Whitfield was uh, preaching in England to a group of uh, coal miners. And I can't remember if uh, Pastor Phil has given this uh, story before. But anyway, he was preaching to a group of coal miners. And he just said to them, what do you believe? And uh, this one man up in the front, I guess, said, well, well, I believe the same as the church. And... Uh, and then uh, Jonathan Whitfield said, well, okay, and what does the church believe? And he said, well, they believe the same as me. And so uh, seeing that he was getting nowhere, you know, Whitfield said, well, okay, and what is it that you both believe? And the man said, well, I, I suppose the same thing. And, you know, so I think he gave up at that point. But, you know, the content of what we believe uh, really is important. And this creed helps us to, and helps summarize what we do believe. Uh, And we believe because, of course, first he opened our eyes and our ears, and he revealed himself through his word. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And unless he does open our eyes, and unless he opens our ears, we remain spiritually dead, and blind, and deaf. And the faith to be able to believe in the Lord is a gift from God, to be received and to be declared. We're going to declare it uh, corporately and individually uh, today. And we are declaring that we believe what God has revealed about himself. That's what we're saying. Uh, this is not our opinion this morning. We, what we uh, know by faith is because of his direct revelation to us uh, in his word and through the work of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. Hebrews eleven six says, Without faith it is impossible to please him, for those who come to God must believe that he is or that he exists. And that he's a rewarder, of, uh, a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So belief means both mental, uh, you know, with your mind, and spiritual from your heart. Uh, and it always implies action. It's not dissociated from action. Because if we believe it, we'll act on it. And we will do it. We'll live by it. So we are declaring this morning in the Apostles' Creed that we believe in God and in his revelation of himself in his word. At the same time, we're saying those two things. And in this communion... We are actively showing that we believe that our God exists. And then secondly, it says, we believe in God the Father. We believe in God the Father. And in the passage that we read in Romans 8, uh, we saw that we are sons and daughters by adoption uh, into his family. In Ephesians 1, it says that uh, he predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, 
according to the good pleasure of his will. It's the good pleasure of his will that we are adopted. We are his children. And God is our father. And we are his children through Jesus Christ. He is our provider. And he is our protector as fathers are called to be. And uh, as our father in heaven, he created us. He made us in his image. And uh, we are able to relate to him because of that. So we relate as children to our heavenly father. And uh, we relate with respect, of course, and with honor and uh, by glorifying and enjoying him forever, uh, enjoying his company. So we say he is imminent. He is present with us and he is very near to us. Psalm 145 says, the Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. So when we say we believe in God the Father, we are declaring that God is our heavenly and our eternal Father. And we are his children by faith in Jesus Christ. And in this communion, we are also saying that we are united with him and we want to relate with him. We want to have a relationship with him. And then uh, thirdly, uh, he is our almighty father. And now this is a little harder to relate to. Uh, He's almighty and we are not. So uh, we say he is transcendent and incomprehensible. And yet we know still that he is our father and he is near to us. So when we declare that we believe in God, the Father Almighty, we are declaring that our God is not limited in any way, that he has all power and all authority, and he is absolutely sovereign. And in this communion, we are reminded that uh, he showed his power very clearly in sending his son who uh, bore our sin and in his life and in his death and in his resurrection, we see the power of God, the almighty power of God. So, and if we truly believe that God is our uh, Father and He is Almighty, it should, shouldn't it, impact um, how we act, certainly, but I think how we pray and how we relate uh, with Him. If we, uh, we, you know, we will pray believing and acting on the fact that God is Almighty, that He can do and He will do all that He desires. And so we can come to Him and ask our Father uh, anything, really, boldly, Uh, those things which are impossible for us. In in, uh, Matthew 7, it says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give give good things to those who ask him? Now, in a prayer written by John Newton, uh, the second stanza of this, actually it's a song, he said, Thou art coming to a king, large petitions with thee bring, for his grace and power are such, none can ever ask too much. This is the God that we are coming before, our Father, our Almighty Father. So as we say this creed together and uh, remember in the Lord's Supper, uh, we are doing so because we believe that the Almighty God is our Father. So would you say with me the Apostles' Creed? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into Hades. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, forgive us 
for not praying in faith and believing you for great things when you are an almighty God. We do ask now that you would continue your gracious work of developing our faith, and we praise you for revealing yourself and for being near to us and for showing your might and your power through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord, in whom we trust. Lord, we come to this communion with thanks and with praise to the triune God, our heavenly, almighty Father, through the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son. Amen.